Good morning. We're learning Chayyim Hilchos Shabbos, and we're learning Klaches the Alachos of Havdola. I just want to urge everybody to please bring in any other members, people that you like to join the listenership of the Shir or the readership of the Shir. Beyond the opportunity to spread Torah, this is a source of income for the Karlos Kronamram. And the larger the listenership is, the more enticing it is for somebody to want to sponsor. So that would be helpful for the Carlo. So if you know somebody you think might be interested in getting the shear, please uh, contact him and ask him to do so. We have an options uh, through the email. There's a website where you can sign up for the email. Uh, there is the podcast. And there is also the WhatsApp group. So we're learning a Simon Lamadalad. The more says that in there, which is in the side of the panis, the panis is, is like a lantern, um, like the Chayalim says. So uh, a person cannot make a bracha on it. The Bechoyz Mishanim understand what the case of the panis was. The Rashba and others understand the panis was a metal kli, which you would put a you put a lamp inside, you put a uh, put a, a candle inside. You cannot see the actual shalhevis. So there's an important halacha that to be able to make the bracha on the nair, one has to be able to see the shalhevis. So a person is standing by a habdola, and there's a large group of people, and it's, they turn off the lights, and it's a large habdola candle. You can see the, 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 the light is spreading, it's going up to the ceiling, it's spreading outwards. You cannot see that. You cannot see the actual shalhevis. You cannot say the bracha of Barei Ma'arei Ho'esh. And that's Mark even Bidi Ebed. First, will not be yet to the bracha. They do not see the actual Shalhevis. So that's how the Rashbun, all the Rishonim understand the case of the Gemara. And that's the approach that the Chayyadim is going to use. However, Rashi understands that the case was it was made out of glass, which was transparent, uh, or possibly it was translucent, but it was, it was, it was visible. The nair is visible inside of it. So the question comes up, if, if it's visible inside, what's the problem? So the Biralacha suggests that since we're making the bracha to, as a decorum for the first fire, which is, Adam was able to uh, make on Matzi Shabbos of the Maise Bereshis, we need that the, the fire should be, the Eish should be begodoy, should be, should be out in the open. It should not be enclosed, similar to the original Aish, that it was, it, was, it was as such. So according to the Mishabura, a person should not make a bracha, should be chashish for that cheetah, that a person should not make a bracha inside of a panis, even made out of schuchis. Um, and if you, look at, if you look at the, in the Piskei Mishabura, uh, on the bottom, in mid-55, he brings the, the cheetah, the Bishabura holds what should be machmer in that regard. So the question which comes up, is this a problem then if a person is wearing glasses? Uh, the, and the, based on what the, the Biralacha explains, the answer is no. <coughs> because the nair is begodly. The person is covering his face. The person is bekisui, not the nair. Um, what about seeing it through a window? So a person standing outside and he sees the near of Havdolah he wants to make a brach on the near of Havdolah through the window. So Mishabura is actually mashma that's problematic 
even though, based on the logic that he says, it would seem to be that it should be acceptable. Um, now the question goes on to an electric light. So electric light, which is fluorescent or LED, one cannot make a bracha, there's no actual fire with it. But a nair, which is made uh, an incandescent bulb, so there is a metal, a small metal strip inside, which electricity runs through it, and because of its resistance, it creates friction. The friction creates heat to the point that the metal glows, and that's how the, it produces light. Taking metal and causing it to heat up to the point that it glows is considered the act of making a fire. <clears throat> but it's inside of a glass bulb. Uh, so, according to the Mr. Brewer's approach, one should avoid that. So, some person suggests that since over here, this, as much as we're saying that this is considered ash, the only way it can produce ash is, is if it's inside of a vacuum, which is what the bulb pr- provides. Uh, so, th- for this ash, this is considered the normal way of doing it. So, it's not considered a kisi, which would be problematic. It's uh, very famous, famously known that Rukhai Merzer used to make the bracha of Barema Reho Ash for Abdullah, an electric bulb, to stre- stress this idea that lighting electricity and lighting a bulb was considered an act of lighting a fire on Shabbos. This was something new to people, and people weren't sure how to understand it. So he did that as such. In general, people, we should refrain from using the uh, electric bulb for the purpose of Abdullah. A person has no other choice, and a person has an electric bulb which is incandescent, which is becoming less and less common because it's no longer available for sale in many places. Um, so if a person would have such a thing, bit b- 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 the person has no other option, a person could use that, but that's not lechatechila, for various different reasons, which we're not going to get into. Um, in Simulam and Hay and Alam and Vav, he talks about on Hagah, a person should have on Matzi Shabbos in regards to uh, how he should act, and Malam um, Malka. And Lama Zaydi talks about the lochas of Motsi Yomtev. Uh, so, Mr. Shemim will cover that in the next Tushurim, and then we'll be able to start uh, Klal tests. So, this is the year for Friday, Sunday, and Monday. So, we originally had a target date to start January 1st. We'll be starting, Mr. Shem Klal tests on January 2nd. Have a good day.